Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's 6 o'clock on Dukes and Bell, the number one sports talk show in Atlanta for your ride home. Oh, snap. No, they didn't. A boneless rib sandwich. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Oh, Atlanta, we got decisions to make. We need a new head coach, and then we need a quarterback, and then we need some other things, but... Mm. One thing has to come before the other. It's Dukes and Bell Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Hawks play tonight. We're going to get into the trade that was made in the NBA. But, Mike, all day we've been talking about Harbaugh being interviewed. And, you know, I, I, I can't tell you, for those of you who are like, yeah, what's the big deal? It's a big deal. And I think, you know, when Albert Breer talked about it on the morning shift where he says uh, Arthur Blank's taking big swings, he's right. It's the perception that I am going after the biggest and best names that are available. If he wasn't, and this is Mike and I's issue, we were saying, uh, you know, two weeks ago or at least 10 days ago, interview this dude. Tell him you want him. Tell him you want to cut a check. you hmm. got to make these things happen because for us as the fan base, Mike, at least I feel like they're trying. Right. Now, again, I don't, I don't want to diminish what, uh, you know, we had a good relationship with Arthur Smith, but, I mean, Arthur Smith was exactly a big, splashy hire. i got to go back and look at Chris who are the big splashy candidates for that job cycle? As we said, you know, we were going through the review of this. Mike Smith was not a well-known guy. We're like, we just hired the DC from Jacksonville, and he's one of the best coaches we've had. Yep. As far as establishing a winning, you know, culture, back-to-back winning seasons, and going to NFC Championship. Morrow was a strange hire too, based on his background. He was a DC for the 49ers. We've always gone with the assistants. We mentioned that Dan Reeves was, you know, he was hired by the Smith family. So. You go for the best. You cannot, whatever we do, you cannot say that we have not at least talked to everybody that we should have been talking to, to your point. Ben Johnson and Antonio Pierce are coming up. Uh, we spoke with Greg Allman uh, from Fox Sports, not Greg Allman, but Allman. And he was saying he didn't think Antonio Pierce might have the connection out here. You know, maybe he's waiting for Mark, you know, Davis to get his head out of his butt and bring him back to, you know, the Raiders. But here's another thing. The longer it goes with Vegas not hiring him, doesn't Antonio Pierce say adios? Well, I think he's listening to everybody. You know, everybody right now is just trying to jack up value, right? If you're talking to me and they're talking to me and they're talking to me and you're talking to me. Uh, right now, you know you're probably going to get a job, but at the end of the day, it's where you want to be. I agree with Greg. I, I think Antonio Pierce ends back up with the Raiders, um, but that doesn't mean you don't listen to all these other offers and you don't listen to what, what's going on. The Harbaugh thing for the Falcons, um, I just think he's perfect. 
And and when I say that, there are very few guys in this coaching pool, Mike, that we're talking about that you go, everything fits. Two Antonio Pierce's, you know, to, to, to that conversation. Like, you don't have to have ties to come here no. and coach. That That's not what I'm talking about. But when you talk about the full package, Antonio Pierce brings the energy and all the things that I like in a young guy that's getting an opportunity. This guy brings results. Proven versus unproven. Right. And also, especially knowing that we are going to, you know, again, there's still the argument, maybe depending on who's a general manager, we go get a free agent quarterback or more likely we're going to do it in the draft. And who better to build that new quarterback up than Jim Harbaugh? No one. No, I mean, there's nobody of the new coaches other than perhaps Ben Johnson is how he revitalized Jared Goff. But that was the same argument we had for Arthur Smith and what he did with Tannehill, right? Remember, that was the same kind of argument. It was. But Harbaugh, to me, it's also it's so outside the norm. Like, I don't know if Rich McKay has any preconceptions about this because obviously he's got Arthur's ear on this. I know so many people look at this Harbaugh thing as if he's, he's, like he's coaching on Mars. <laughs> I mean, what? Why? Because what, what been, do you mean? What being, do you mean? Because you're so preconditioned that we never do anything that's so outside the box mm. here in Atlanta, and I understand that aspect of it. But it's time too. Belichick was the goat. He's not that guy. You're not getting Belichick 2004. You're not getting Belichick when he beat us, okay, 2016. You're getting Belichick without a quarterback, with a bunch of lackeys who don't know how to do their job anymore as coordinators, and he can't draft. Look at the drafts. I mean, if nothing else, he's going to want personnel control. Look at the Belichick drafts and tell me you want that guy telling Terry Fontenot what to do. I don't want control. I hope that's what he says, but I don't know. This is the question. But don't you think, see, I also think, because, and this is where we are, Atlanta comes into, well, who are you to tell me I can't do personnel? You're the freaking Falcons. (laughs) (laughs) I hope he doesn't pull that kind of rank. Here, listen. I just all these coaches that left New England and had opportunities to go elsewhere. Would Bill Belichick be telling them to take the Falcons' job? This is a this is right. a second thought, right? This right. Is, this this gets back to my tweet the other day about if I don't get offered any of these other jobs, then I'll come back and and maybe I'll take this one. I don't want that, and and I'm not saying that that's the case, but that's the impression that I'm give, being given by people around the league who say, yeah, this is the guy they want. But he may not want the job. Right. Well, then I don't want you. Right. That's that's where I'm this at. Is, this is John Fox going to the Bears at the end of his career. Remember, he had been with the uh, sure. Broncos. Sure. We all know what he did in Carolina. I mean, there's just I, I don't want to be that. And by the way, perhaps Bell and you guys. I mean, I don't know how you guys negotiate stuff. You've never heard of leverage. Do you not think that Belichick could use the Falcons or any other team or even in Los Angeles for leverage to get more juice out of Jerry Jones in Dallas if by chance Jerry does sure. move off of McCarthy? Sure. It's all about. It's all about the perception of they are willing to pay me a lot of money to come fix them. And I can do it for you, but it's going to take this. 404-726-0929. But, yeah, I just think that the Harbaugh thing, and I'm glad they interviewed him. We'll see what happens. We'll see if anything comes of it, if if it moves forward. Um, Some people are taking, and here's the other news that we need to talk about today, Mike, because if you're just joining us, however you're accessing the show, thank you for listening to Atlanta's number one sports station. It's number one sports show, Dukes and Bell. This thing with Ryan Nielsen, okay, there was uh, basically a block, okay, that's how I'm going to describe it to you, uh, for a guy that's under contract while the Falcons are going through this process that he was not able to talk or visit with other teams. As a lateral move, not to be a head coach, guys, a lateral move to be a, a D.C. elsewhere. Correct. Now, um, that has been taken off. And so as, of we, as we speak and started today at 2 o'clock, you know, it was, hey, Jacksonville's interested in talking with him. He's allowed to talk to him. There are, there are other teams that he will speak with. I know for a fact that other teams are interested. He couldn't speak to them. And a lot of people are looking at this, Mike, and going, okay, wait a minute. Why the change for the Falcons? 
Maybe it's because these candidates that they've talked to have come in, Mike, and said, here's my plan, and it does not include Ryan Nielsen. Right, and we said this to you guys last week. No disrespect to Ryan. I thought if you listen to him on the morning shift talking to uh, Tiff and to Bo and Mike, he's an impressive guy. He sounds like head coaching material. He did a hell of a job. He did a nice job. But, again, but we're not the 86 Bears or 85 Bears, I should say. You know, we're we're a good defense, but we're not an elite defense. We couldn't get Dobbs or Murray on the ground. Part of the reason we're not in the playoffs is because our defense screwed up at the end of some games. So it's not like, you know, he's reinvented defensive football. The idea that if you had gotten one of these young, perhaps offensive coaches who's coming in, first-time coach, he's going to focus on the quarterback and fixing the offense or getting the most out of the offense. And, hey, we already got a defense. If you like, a, you know, the way Nielsen does it, we got a guy who's good to go. That'd be like 5% a chance that this is going to happen. And he never should have been considered a roadblock, as we said earlier, to a big coach coming in. No. So, uh, that's, so it's, no. it's no disrespect to Nielsen. One guy comes up and goes, well, what if, what if he asked the Falcons to let him out? Well, maybe so what? I, I'd like to date Kate, Kim Basinger. Who cares? I right. mean, they have the rights to control him. It's in the rules. Yeah, uh, and teams do this periodically, you know, but at the end of the day, if you feel like you're going in a different direction, there's no sense in holding. And, and by the way, do we think that they were trying to sell that, what Mike was just talking about, to some of these potential candidates? Maybe. And that's why they blocked him, because we're not going to allow you to, to maybe go somewhere else where right. we're saying, hey, we've got some things in place if you're really interested in this job. With the first round of guys who are mostly assistants with some minimal experience, yeah. although obviously Raheem Morris has some experience. You're just trying to, you're just trying to check that and, and see where you're at. All right, uh, there is still a long way to go. Um, and, and if you're saying, well, when are they going to do this, dude? Do, you know, Dukes and Bell, that could be two more weeks. Could be five days. It could be five hours if it's hardball. If it's hardball, it could happen right immediately. Or or Belichick. So that is why you need to be here every day and tuned in to see what's what's happening and what's going on because we're on top of it, guys. 404-726-0929. It's just funny last night because I had to laugh. (laughs) I think it was Big O or maybe it was Turtle, and it was like 10-10 or whatever it was, and they were like, see? And they were were hitting us up, and I was like, yeah. At 10 at night, the Falcons are saying, sir, hey, hey, we interviewed him. Yeah. We, We interviewed Harbaugh. So, Chris, uh, your experience in the media, Chris working for CBS Radio, you consider that a news dump? <laughs> what was, was that timing curious? Usually those are saved for Friday afternoon around 5 p.m., but that was a news dump. Yeah, I mean, so does that mean Harbaugh, you, you met him just so you could, uh, Arthur Blank, is, oh, shut up those idiots on the radio. I don't, I don't give us that much credit, guys, believe me. Can I use a 10-cent word for that, Mike? Yeah. It was perfunctory. That's right. That's my one of my favorite lines with the girl in the dragon tattoo. It felt perfunctory. Yeah, the thing about this team because we have a history of Arthur Blank and Rich McKay. They decide who becomes the head coach. And for the first time ever, they're considering guys who have the juice to supersede them. Yeah. It's, uh, Rich yes. McKay. Arthur, the buck stops with Arthur. Yeah. But for the first time ever as I've been a Falcon fan. Agreed. Other names were Rich McKay. Now, maybe Arthur's going to go, well, you know, I Clout. hired him. And, you know. Clout. Exactly. Both of them have more. And then the old or, argument. Or, or, right. Yes, when they would come into your organization, they would have right. more. Yes. And that's why I was referencing earlier, and you and my different experiences and job interviews, you know sometimes when you connect and sometimes when you're, you're fighting an uphill battle. I hope this is not an uphill battle. I hope this is an easy decision. I, I really do. But we will see. Uh, with that said, we got to talk about the Hawks. They're playing tonight. We'll get into the big trade that happened today. Uh, you guys are more than welcome to follow us as well. He's Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put Him Up, C Dukes, and this radio show, Dukes and Bell 929. Follow the radio show at 929, the game or the radio station, should I say, and stay up on everything that's going on. Um, everybody keeps talking about the patience of Arthur Blank. That is, this is the, the hiring is not going to take place because of patience. It's going to take place because of a couple of things. One, the rules of the NFL, if you're going with a guy that's currently in the playoffs and still in, involved. Two, 
Mike, I just think they feel like after being grilled at that press conference about <laughs> your coaching hires. Right. Again, if you don't get this right, what, what are you going to do? Well, I mean, guys, for the last, uh, let's see, going back to what, Dimitrov 2008. So the coach and the general manager answered to Rich McKay. And when they had some conundrums, Rich would be the tiebreaker on this. So in no short order, uh, we decided to keep on uh, keeping on with Julio's contracts, which, again, jammed us up against the cap. Bad decision. We also decided that we were going to try to bring Deshaun Watson in. And when we, when we really, in, when you look at it in hindsight, there was no shot of this working. Regardless of the of the cap constraints or whatever we'd have to do or what we'd have to you know give up to Houston, there was just Carl, there was no way to make that work. Not to mention Cleveland came in with more money than we ever had, you know. And look in a parallel universe, does Deshaun stay healthy? I don't know, but he's so far been a big zero for the Browns. It's a bust. But it, but it, but in the meantime, you had maybe Matt Ryan here for two years, and then we could discuss where you're going, and then you could have drafted a quarterback. So some of this goes back to. The questions which you and I would love to have had and who picks the groceries. Was it Arthur Smith who said we have to get Kyle Pitts or was it Terry Fontenot? Was it Arthur Smith who said we have to get Drake London in the first round or was it Fontenot? We'll never know until uh, we get to talk to Terry about it. The the, the mistake, as, as I see it, Mike, as we go back to that particular draft, is that was a quarterback draft and you blew it. You had a chance. You knew you were going to be bad. You knew you weren't going anywhere. And a guy could sit behind Matt Ryan the way Jordan Love is sat. But you could have developed. That could have been. That could have been. That's right. Jordan Love, developmental. He's coming in. He's going to sit behind the vet. Right. And we chose to go splash. And that might have been Fields. Should have been. And we go. We go splash. Right. But that to me is where that goes back to. All right, we're coming back. We got plenty more to get to. Hawks on the way tonight. Here on Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game. Big trade in the NBA. Yeah, and I just Landry Fields. Hello, Landry Fields. Is this thing on? General manager of our Atlanta Hawks. I just said this to the Falcons the other day. Do something. (laughs) I'm Amy Lawrence with the CBS. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The most important story of the day. Brought to you by MaximumCashHomeBuyers.com. Fair cash offers for as-is homes. Don't waste your time with repairs. Call 678-902-2000. Right now, let's talk to Bobby Carpenter. Post on 97.1, the fan, Sirius XM College. I bet you they'd probably be ready to see Harbaugh leave Michigan. Oh, I'm sure. Former Ohio State linebacker, NFL linebacker. Bobby, it's good to have you back on the show. 
Uh, Mike and I were talking about Caleb Downs, the kid at Alabama, freshman All-American. He says he's transferring, and we know Alabama has a new coach in DeBoer. But I just, you know, I think it's one of those things where you start to see, like, an exodus and various kids, very talented young men, are making a decision to get into the portal. The other school, apparently, that Downs is looking at, obviously he's a Georgia boy, but he's looking at Georgia and he's looking at Ohio State. How could he impact either one of those programs? Uh, Carl, Mike, thanks for having me on. And and you look at Caleb Downs, um, a lot of people thought he was one of the most, if not the most talented safety in college football last year as a true freshman. Uh, Very impactful player. I know it came down at the end of recruiting between Ohio State and Bama. He ultimately chose Alabama. And with the way recruiting is now and the transfer portal, your coach leaves, you get 30 days to hop in. And maybe he returns ultimately to Alabama, but – you know, I know that Georgia's making a strong push. I know Ohio State, you know, they had a good relationship with him then. And that's why, you know, it's important when you see these guys, if they commit somewhere else, and I always try to tell fans, you know, people get excited they want to go at people on social media when they commit somewhere else and you're yelling at a 17- or 18-year-old young man. <laughs> like, this guy, he may, he, he may have the opportunity to come back and play for you again. So try not to burn that bridge. And so it's always important for these coaches, they understand it, but, you know, as far as fan bases as well, they're not sour that because Caleb Downs is an elite player. And, if, you know, you look at what he could do at Georgia, they've got an elite defense. Ohio State has a bunch of guys returning. He would be a fantastic piece and a key. And, you know, the other thing is you're not just getting a guy for one season. He has two years left that he has to play before he would be eligible for the NFL draft. So it's not like it's a one-year rental, you know, one-and-done deal. Yeah, he seems like as talented as what Brock, Brock Bowers would have been after his freshman year. He could have, you know, been if he was allowed, he could have gone right to the NFL. Why did uh, was McCord pushed out, or did McCord leave of his own accord uh, from Ohio State? Yeah, you know, I, I think it, you know, there's these conversations that people have, and people want security. And you know, from the way that I understand it, you know, that you know his camp, um, you know, and I, you know, Kyle is, I don't really like him personally. I think he, you know, he's a, he's a good quarterback at Ohio State, probably. Not the most talented guy you're going to find, but he did a good job. You know, played pretty well. Um, probably going to get better into his second year as a starter. And so you're obviously going to be able to see that growth and maturity. But you know, I think that they wanted some certainty on what it was going to look like. And I've I played football for you know seven years in the NFL and another four in college at a pretty high level. I, I don't know if any coach could sit there and tell – any of their players, maybe outside of like a senior going in who's a, you know, an All-American the prior year, that, hey, you're our guy next year. I mean, you're always going to have competition. But with that, you know, the, the security comes, you know, NIL and everything else that you, you want to make sure that you're on the forefront of that. And if you can't promise it, well, how's that going to look? Is there going to be a competition? And I understand it from Kyle's perspective. It's his final season in college football. And so if you feel like, hey, maybe this isn't, going to be a situation where I'm the man, you know, do, do I need to take a step back at that point and maybe reassess? You know, I know Nebraska was in the mix, Syracuse was in the mix, and, you know, ended up ultimately at Syracuse. I don't think it was a situation where they said, hey, you better go. It's a situation where, hey, we're going to kind of reevaluate like we are a lot of things. We just lost to our rival for the third year in a row. We can't promise you something. So if you feel strongly about that, well, then you've got to make a decision that's best for you. Bobby Carpenter joining us, guys, talks about college football, Sirius XM, a former Ohio State and uh, NFL linebacker, as he mentioned, also host on 97.1 uh, up in Ohio. Let me ask you about this, because th- these, these message boards and these fan boards that we've all had over the years, 
usually your rival, somebody finds out before the, the team or the, the school finds out. And I'm curious to know what you're hearing about Harbaugh going to the NFL. He's flirted with this, Bobby, for the last three years. Is there Ohio State folks saying absolutely he's going? Is there any no about for sure that he's leaving? I think that there's a, an open desire that he's wanted to leave. I don't know if anybody's really been in denial about that. I think a lot of fans in Michigan probably think that, you know, it's a contract thing. And you know, he's asking for, you know, immunity from all this, you know, any NCAA allegations and, you know, essentially a guaranteed contract regardless of what happens. And I get it. If you have a great second-best option, and Jim Harbaugh, I think, is pretty highly coveted by, you know, the NFL right now, you can ask for whatever. And you don't want to have a large buyout. And you want to get paid a lot. And so he's, he's dragging his feet on this. He interviewed with the Chargers. He's interviewed with the Falcons. I, I have a tendency to believe he's going to get offered an NFL job. And he's openly talked about his desire to return to the NFL and he'll win the Super Bowl and how important that would be to him. And I think he's going to get the opportunity to do it. So I, I don't have any more inside information other than the fact that I've talked to some NFL guys and they think that he's very, very coveted, especially out in, in, with the Chargers in Los Angeles. So if that's the case, then you know what? I could see him taking that job because they've got a loaded roster and a good young quarterback. Bobby Carpenter's breaking it down for us, guys, from 97-1 up there in Ohio and Sirius XM breaking down college football. How much heat is Ryan Day really feeling up there now? Um, you know, I, I think there was immediately after the game, obviously, there's a lot of backlash. You take a step back and you realize, hey, you know, it's, it's not with Ryan, mostly the fan base. You're always going to have a vocal 10%, or maybe even less, you know, that is never happy with just about anything. <laughs> but obviously, you know, you lose to you know, your rival three years in a row. That's not a great situation. But, you know, you look at 2022, they're you know, missing two away from beating Georgia and probably winning a national championship. You know, last year, they played. The national championship is as tough as anybody did. game looks very similar to what Bama's did. So you're close. Do you want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, or do you realize there maybe needs to be some tweaks? Ryan has made some tweaks on the defensive side of the football. He's going to, you know, looks like there are going to be some more tweaks on the offensive side. But the biggest piece is you know, they had a number of guys returning. Outside of Marvin Harrison Jr., really just about everybody of significance came back. Um you know, to play for another year. So that's like six, seven guys, a lot of them on defense. From what was a pretty darn good defense already, plus Mecca Buka, Travion Henderson, in addition to what they were able to do in the portal, bringing in, you know, the Bama center, uh, McLaughlin, and then, you know, obviously uh, Junkins out of uh, Ole Miss, who, you know, was first-team All-SEC running back. So they, they've loaded up. I think, you know, Ryan obviously, you know, understands the importance of winning this year. And what that means, and what that, and how that needs to happen, and he's executed at a really high level, really since you know the, the start of the new year. How good is Marvin Harrison? Who you compare him to in the league that you played against or that you've seen? What kind of impact does he immediately come in and have? I think he's a top three pick in this draft. You know, it's tough to say where he'll go just because the quarterback position gets so heavily weighted and skewed. You know, I got a chance, and I played with Terrell. Terrell Owens, I played with Calvin Johnson, um, you know, I played with Brandon Loy. I mean, guys, Pro Bowl players, Hall of Fame players. Uh, you know, he has he has as much ability as any of those guys, and he's a an elite human. I mean, the guy works his butt off. And I, I told his dad when he came through, and it's, it's crazy. I've, I've played against his dad now. This is where I'm at mm-hmm. with some of these guys. And, um, you know, I was like, whatever you did to raise your son, it's like I would love to – 
I'd love to know the secret sauce. I got three boys myself and raising somebody who, you know, when you have a lot of means, people think that you might be soft and you might be lazy and maybe be entitled. You know, if you have a famous last name, famous first name in his case as well. And Marvin is not only is he a great player, but he's a relentless worker and he's an unbelievable teammate and just a, a really high quality human being. And so at that position, when you get a lot of guys that are me, 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 you know, what, what can you do for me? Like, he's all about the team and he's going to work. He's going to set the tempo and culture in your, in the receiver room and on offense and probably for the entire team. Uh, you know, I'd have to liken him very similar because Calvin Johnson was the same way. Um, Calvin's probably a little bigger than Marvin was. I've never really met too many humans like him, but Marvin's pretty darn close. I mean, he's six, three, two fifteen. The guy can run, catches everything. And, and like I said, he's, he's never satisfied and always trying to get better and not just trying to elevate him himself, but trying to elevate the guys around him and bringing them up with him. What do you think about the Bama hire of a calendar board? You know, it, it's interesting because he's got really no ties down in the South. And I always get, I always find it unique. It's football in college. Is so, so geographically isolated. And, you know, so much, some of that's recruiting. Some of that's just like your ability to appeal to the fan base they don't feel like you're, quote, one of us. They're going to always be looking for a reason to get rid of you, maybe despite how good you are, but especially early on if you haven't proven yourself. You know, I thought he did a good job with some of his hires, trying to make sure he's ingratiating himself into the community to make sure that you know, everyone's on his team. He, he, the guy can coach football. He can coach it at any level. Hell, he played for a national championship last year. And I would argue, you know, it wasn't Michael Penix Jr.'s best game. You know, the receivers had some drops. They, I, thought, I thought they called a hell of a football game. They got grubs coming with them, their OC. Like, they have everything they need to be successful there, and they're going to have a lot more resources and players than they had at Washington. So I, I love the hire. Obviously, time will tell, you know, kind of how it plays out. But I, I don't know if you could have found a better coach in a 48-hour period to try to keep your team at the top of its game. You're absolutely right. Bobby Carpenter, we appreciate the time today. A lot shaking out in both college football and the NFL. Thanks so much, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. My pleasure, gentlemen, anytime. Bobby Carpenter talking college football with us and all these moves that could impact Georgia. Listen, they're already really good, but you had Caleb Downs, Mike. You had a couple of these guys that may transfer from Alabama that are in the portal. It gives Kirby some extra things, man. And, and I just said today, forget about it. Like, when you start adding those kinds of pieces, those are the battles, right, for Georgia and Alabama and Nick Saban and Kirby Smart. They've been going at it, and now these guys are reassessing their futures. Right. And I think that, you know, Nick Saban doesn't want to see his legacy just fall right off the map. And so it's interesting. He's going to keep an office at Bryant-Denny, and he's got an open door with Kalen DeBoer, and certainly he is going to work to maintain some of those relationships with those recruits that he did recruit. And to keep them in the fold and not leave in the transfer portal like that Dr. Pepper commercial. It's the portal. It's, it's the portal. portal. But, yeah. So, I mean, that, that's, that's certainly something which will help DeBoer as he finds his way in the SEC. But in the meantime, yeah, if you're an Alabama player and you want to go to a national championship, I feel that would do a sugar You won't be on the record. You won't be in the video. Without, you don't want your producer. Then you come to, come to Georgia because you're yeah. going to be number one to start the season. And you're going to probably have that number one set seed the whole way through. As Although that schedule's a beast. It is. But then you start talking about what Kirby's done, just, just to think it off the top of my head, then you add some of like the, the best safeties you know, in all of college football together, adding more linemen. Man, then maybe you can make a run through that schedule, not lose two games. Yeah, depth, depth. Uh, by the way, we said we'd mention this, and it's a big deal. The Pacers have acquired all-star forward Pascal Siakam. They traded him uh, to, by the way, the Pacers from Toronto. 
Bruce Brown is involved with this trade along with three first-round picks. So this was a guy, Siakam, that the Hawks were interested in, Mike, in the offseason. And Siakam had made it clear that he was not interested in re-signing here. Okay? You don't trade for a guy who was in the last year of his deal, and you don't know if you can re-sign him giving up this kind of package, including first-round picks. So our issue is, guys, we have a a variety of issues going on. One, limited picks to trade. Two, our trade uh, uh, you know, assessment as far as what we think some of these guys are worth and value-wise, Mike, like Bruce Brown is making $22 million a year. Pascal Siakam, Siakam is in the last year of his $38 million contract. That's per season. These salaries have to match up. So they threw right. in another guy and these first-round picks because ultimately in the NBA those have to match up. We look at our roster, and I don't know what you value some of the guys on this Hawks roster no. right now when you say, oh, yeah, we can go get a first-round pick for that guy. Well, it's like when we say it's not like flipping baseball cards or you know, trading cards, basketball cards. Like, you know, hey, I'll give you three DeAndre Hunters. There's no value there. So, I mean, look, the guys, who's going to be wanted right now is Bogey. Bogey's a guy that people are going to want a sniper off the bench where we need a sniper off the bench, you know? There was a listener who put together a nice little trade package, which made a lot of sense with us moving some pieces and acquiring first-round picks, sending DeJounte Murray to Brooklyn. Hey, Hey, man, as I said earlier, and by the way, he's a minister, too, which is kind of funny. He's a pastor. He and his back, Carl. Okay. When I said from, from his Twitter to God's ears to help him make this work. <laughs> but we need a guy like a Buddy Heald. We need a guy like, uh, who is it, Kyle Kuzma, we talked about Correct. in the preseason. We have a $25 million marker. But Siakam, his agent may have talked to the Hawks, and they couldn't come up with the kind of money the Pacers are going to give him in an extension. He's an unrestricted free agent. Oh, by the way, chew on this, Hawks fans. We have two first-round picks for the next five years. That's it. So we don't have the, we don't have the draft. We got a first round pick, and uh, we have one that's from Sacramento, which is protected. Correct. And then we've got our own, and then we have nothing in twenty five, nothing in twenty six, nothing in twenty seven. That's part of the issue. By the way, Tyrese Halliburton leads the league in assists. Miles Turner, beast. You add Siakam, Mike, with what they already have. I'm telling you right now, mm-hmm. we're a long way from the NBA playoffs. They're gonna be a problem. That's a hard out in the NBA playoffs. Right. All right, we got to get to tonight's last call, guys. We'll see what the Hawks do. They take on Orlando tonight. We heard from Michael Irvin. If you didn't hear, we'll let you hear what he said after the Cowboy game coming up. But what celebrity would you choose to give the halftime speech, Mike? Your team's down. You need to be motivated. What celebrity would you choose to give the halftime speech? I'm bringing in Coach Tony D'Amato, also known as Al Pacino. We need those inches to get us that yard. Hooah. 404-726-0929. That's tonight's last call. Who would it be for you? It's Dukes and Bell. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. To chime in on the biggest stories of the day. 404-726-0929. Can I hear Michael Irvin, please? That's all we have. Put your damn championship on the table and you couldn't do it. All ass has gotta go. <laughs> Old ass has gotta go. Old ass has gotta go. Who is it? Celebrity? Go spit. <laughs> or professional athlete you'd want to hear at halftime oh, to give your halftime yeah. speech. I would like to hear oh, Michael damn or Danny Glover from Lethal Weapon. By the way, that was after the Cowboys right. lost. So that's what inspired Oh, that's got to go. Yeah, Let's go out there and roast their nuts on Sunset Boulevard. Um, Mike, I keep thinking about this, right? Uh. And it's like. <laughs> All those years we make fun of Arnold Schwarzenegger, but would it right. do? Would it be? Would it? Would it be the trick at halftime? Get to the chopper! <laughs> it's your only way out. We go through them, around them, over them. Defeat our enemies. See them driven before you. Hear the lamentations of the women. That is good. <laughs> Conan. I mixed Conan and, uh, and Predator. In there. <laughs> All right. Uh, you said Al Pacino. He was skinned alive. <laughs> Al this Pacino. never was asked you appellation. You cook up a story, chapter six of us in a meat grinder. What Let's happened talk. to you? <laughs> Let's talk to Todd. <laughs> Todd, you're on Sports Radio 92.9 game. Hey, who's giving your halftime speech? What celebrity? What what uh, player? Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Y'all killing me. Listen, I got two real quick. First to be Denzel Washington and remember the Titans. You're yes. a colonel. You're going to command your troops. Right. And then Gene Hackman at a halftime, there is no tomorrow. Right. You guys are very, very bad men, and you are dangerous because there is no tomorrow <laughs> in the replacement. I love, I love it. it. Good stuff. Joseph, you're on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey, man, who's uh, who's giving your halftime speech? What's celeb? Hey, man. Hey, hey man. man. Uh, celebrity, I, I just learned about today from your actual station. Uh from Barry College, I'm going to choose Jim Bob Cacciatore. <laughs> uh, that guy sounds like he makes players run through walls for him. So yeah. I'm choosing Jim Bob Cacciatore. He actually thinks that the Rocky Balboa fight did happen against Ivan Drago. Too Jim Bob Cacciatore. Wow, that leg routine, unbelievable. <laughs> of course, you have to have snow, Carl, to carry the tree limb through. This is true. If you missed that, I just tell you, go rewind on the Odyssey app. Hey, Tinker, who is uh, giving your halftime speech, Tinker? Hey, man. Hey, man. Uh, I'd have to go with uh, Gerard Butler's Leonidas from 300. Yes. Very nice. Gerard Butler. I like it. Dude, I like his stuff. But he's one of these guys that plays the same role, doesn't he? Yep. He plays the same role. We saw him, remember, at Echo. uh, He was making some movie here. I think it was that crappy movie, Greenland, where they have to get up. I watched it. Yes. Terrible. But he was at uh, Echo in Midtown. Dobbins. Right. And he was riding a bike. He was staying at the Four Seasons and had a bicycle. And I was like, a bike? I go, this is Mata. And he looked at me and just laughed, shook his head, and walked out. (laughs) Sweet. uh, Who's giving your halftime speech, Sweet? Hey, man. Hey, hey, man, you guys ruined it for me. I was going with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm. 
But uh, I will say this. Uh, to me, he's a celebrity, and I, I've got to say this. I think John Wooden would give a great halftime mm. speech. Okay. Nice. Appreciate the show, guys. Yeah, Thanks. Man, thank you. Uh, yeah, there, there are no wrong answers. Really, it's just about your flavor and what you expect from certain guys. I do think, Mike, though, what you expect from certain people that we've talked about, whether it be actors, entertainers, right. players, you might not get what you think. Right. One of my favorites, and again, it's in a movie role, and that was Kurt Russell as Herb Brooks uh, talking to the U.S. Olympic team. Great, great Oh, movie. man, that's just, there's two there's two great speeches. I mean, he's talking about the Russians and just, oh, that still gives me goosebumps. Carl! Great name. Hey, man, who's giving you a halftime speech? Hey, Mike. Hey, Carl, man. Hey, How y'all doing? Hey, great. Listen, I'm going with Samuel L. Jackson from Pulp Fiction, and I want R. Lee Emery from Full Metal Jacket. Good call. (laughs) Both of those. How tall are you, Private? I I love it. I speak to you, Maggot. You could also go Samuel L. from Coach Carter. Yes. That's true. Yes. Good pull. Those are both great. Good job, Carl. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to tell you what's coming up on the show tomorrow. We'll get you ready for Hawks basketball as they are on tonight, taking on Orlando. Mike, last time we saw these guys, right. not the result we wanted. Yeah, and like the team's not playing a lot of defense, and uh, I know that it's tough because you know you're, you're banged up. But again, what are you getting from DeAndre Hunter? They're only going about eight deep, you know, as far as the rotations. Who? Oh, yeah, that guy. Hopefully, Bogey gets on a heater. We'll hear more from Mike and the guys coming up at seven. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 